Okay, good morning. Suppose there were no such thing as an innate on the job, and your so-called restrained education had to take over, be it much or little. Could you manufacture, construct, place, organize into proper groups, classify different kinds of cells such as muscular, ligamentous, collagenous, glandular, osseous, visceral, hair follicles, finger and toenail substances? Set aside the certain kinds of male and female sex organs and consistently organize all of them into systems. Coordinate them into one harmonious baby boy, baby girl, child after child, century after century, biped and quadruped. Start and keep them running smoothly, pulling all parts, keeping down friction, rebuilding, replacing warm parts, and do all this in 280 days. If your advanced education could not construct even one tissue cell or direct its function, how could your frontier education construct 400 trillion of them and direct all human functions simultaneously, which course through them continuously. All this educated man, frankly, thinks he cannot do until some part or parts get sick. Then suddenly everything is reversed. Now he is a great magician. He can bring healthy rabbits out of a sterile silk hat, plaster conglomerate something's on the outside, <coughs> rub something on the skin, inject multiple concoctions into buttocks, take endless kinds of pills in the mouth, apply any one of a thousand stimulative or inhibitor treatments to the body, and presto changeo, external changes internal from sickness to health, from abnormal to normal, all because of what he did. If you educationally can do none of these things, why blow up and brag about your massive egotistical education and play it down as insignificant, sympathy, reflex, subconscious, non-conscious, and innate? If innate does all these things by itself, to the perfection it does, why should infinitesimal education coax, cajole, wheedle, flatter, suggest, urge, whip, delude, deceive, go, stimulate, inhibit, or command innate what to do where to do it, when to do it, how to do it, or why to do it, when education is simply incapable. <clears throat> so what BJ is trying to tell us here is that, and I kind of mentioned this a little bit last uh, week or maybe two weeks ago, is you know, when we're delivering an adjustment, we are not doing the work. Right? We might be delivering the adjustment, but what's doing the work? is the body. The body is doing the work. So you are not the healer much as you'd like to think you are, right? You are not the healer, you are not the magician, like BJ was saying. We are just the deliverer, right? We have a product or a service, we're delivering that product or service, the body will take the product or service and then do with it what it has to do. But we are not the fixer. So get off the high horse of thinking that we are the fixers, you know? <clears throat> Another high horse I wanna talk about today is a big myth about success and how to, have, how to achieve success. <clears throat> so I'm going to ask you some questions, and I want you to kind of answer it. If you do an okay job, what is your result? Wrong. If you do an okay job, you get full results. I want you to get this. This is going to be another one of those really, really, really profound things that you've probably never heard before. I'm telling you, if you just do okay, you don't get okay. People think that you do okay, you get okay. You know, I work hard, I should get good results. I'm sorry, life doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. There's always a step below. So, what that means is this. If you do a good job, what kind of results do you think you're going to get? What do you think you're going to get? Okay. You, think you, can get you think you can get good results, right? You think that this is in your mind. You say, if I do a good job, I should get good results. But in reality, you get okay results. And it's not the same level, right? 
So doing a good job of getting okay results, that's a step down. <clears throat> so taking this another step further, let's say you do a great job. Now, if you do a great job, what do you think you should get? Great results, right? You think you should get great results. But in, in essence, what do you get? You get good results. You see, this is how life works. I'm telling you. After 25 years of being in practice and 50 years of being alive, this is the truth, right? And people say, but I do such a great job. And I'm just not doing that well. Whether it's in practice or whether it's in classes or it's on boards or in lab exams or whatever it happens to be. Or my relationship, I did a great job. And I didn't get very good results. I did it okay. Why is that? It's because you got to go even higher. You have to do an awesome job just to get what kind of results? Great results. So, but what happens if you don't just want great? Right? If great isn't good enough for you, what kind of service or product or ways do you need to deliver something? We call it world class. So if you want awesome results, you better deliver world class service. And what does world class service mean? That means people come to see you. And I don't even mean the patients or whatever. I mean other chiropractors, you know, like people come to Life University to study Life University. You know, the, the chiropractic school is opening up in Italy shortly. They came here first, they studied us, and now they took us back, Life University's model back, and they took it back. In China, the way they built the school in China that is recently opened, same thing. You know, Costa Rica, a lot of these different places. They come to Life University. They look at Life University. National Boards is putting special things here, computer special things here for National Boards. Why they come here? Because this is the place, right? So if you get, if you want awesome results, you better have world-class stuff that you're giving out. And world-class stuff means that people come to see you. They're going to seek you out. The true successes are the people who deliver world-class results. So what I'm suggesting to you is to stop this idea, this false myth that you have that says, if I do a good job, I should get good results, because it doesn't work that way. Good does not produce good. Even though it should, yes, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing about what it should do. I'm telling you what it is. I'm telling you the reality of it. Because this is, a, this is a great quote by Jim Collins. The enemy of the great is the good. The enemy of the great is the good. So in other words, we just think that everything should just be working for us because I do such a good job. It's not enough. Doing good job. Now, I don't mean do, good isn't doing good like doing a good deed, you know, giving good service. So I'm not talking about that kind of good, right? I'm talking about results. And here's the next thing to think about, is the keys to success. Because a lot of people don't understand the keys to success. And this is the number one problem that I see in this country, is we do not have discipline. And discipline is not the kind of discipline that you talk about when you talk about a father taking his belt out and hitting his son or his daughter's rear end or something. I'm not talking about that kind of discipline, right? Discipline is what? Very good. 
Discipline is knowing what's got to be done and doing it, and then there's another sentence that should be, or another part of that sentence. Knowing what has to be done and doing it, over and over and over again. Even when you don't want to do it. You do it anyway. That's what discipline is. The way to success is discipline. Right? If you want to work out and you want to have a fantastic body, you can't work out a couple of days and expect anything to happen. You've got to work out and 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 you keep on working out. One of my patients, he's a, a world-class Athletes won a lot of titles in, in lifting, you know, weightlifting uh, titles and stuff. This guy is unbelievable. He doesn't miss a beat. But he is disciplined, man. He eats a certain way, and that's it. He lifts certain ways, and that's it. And nothing deviates him from that course. But because he has that sort of discipline, then he has that kind of success. And people say, I don't know why I'm not successful. I'm like, well, are you keep on doing the right things over and over and over again? Or you do them and you stop, and you do them and you stop. And you, he's like, I used to do that, and I don't know why I do that anymore. This is the enemy to discipline, is inertia. Inertia is the enemy to discipline. Most of us are stuck at some point in time in our lives in inertia, and some of us are stuck longer there than others. And Isaac Newton talked about inertia. A body in motion tends to stay in motion. What's the rest of the sentence? A body at rest? Well, okay, about that one. Yeah. Uh, but a body at rest tends to stay at rest. That's inertia. Right? So if you sit on your rear end and you expect something to happen, it's not going to. The way that you have to do things is to move. Right? And this is Newton's law from the 1700s. Motion. Motion creates action, and action creates results. But we sit, and we sit, and we sit, and we expect things to, to, to produce results, and there's no results from sitting. There's no results from inertia. If you keep on doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're just going to keep on getting the same result. So if you're putting in good effort, you're only going to get okay results. And there will be no change ever in your life until you step it up. And that's what you have to think about, is I gotta step this up. I gotta take this to the next level. So what does that next level mean? It's massive action. I have to perform massive action. You want massive success? You better perform massive action. The way I've seen the recent graduates become really successful is when they come out, they come out like the Marines. They are storming the beaches. So in every town they, they, they go, bam, they're all over that town. They're doing screenings. They're doing lectures. They're sending out flyers. They're walking the pavement. They're having open houses. They're doing all kinds of stuff, massive action. And they're producing really great, if not awesome, results. But the ones that I've seen who put in a little bit of action, and a little bit of action, and a little bit of action, they get what? A little bit of results, and even less. And they say, but I'm doing such a good job. Well, how many screens have you done since you opened up a couple you know, months ago? Uh, one? All right. How many lectures? Oh, I haven't got any lectures yet. All right. How many open houses have you had? None. Well, 
Like, what do you, to me, it's so easy. Like, if you've got a bank account, how do you put money, how do you build that bank account? So in one way, how do you build it? Put you put money in. And if you want to build it faster, how do you build it faster? You put more money in. It's really that simple. So to look at your bank account that's got nothing in it and say, I can't believe I got nothing in there. Whose fault is it? Right? If you didn't put deposits in, then you won't have a bank account to speak of. Right? So who's responsible? It's not the government. It's not Obamacare. It's not the insurance companies. It's not life university. Responsibility is here between your two ears. So you have to fight this thing called inertia. And the way you fight it is with discipline. Discipline yourself. To be, I, and you can start right now. I'm going to be the best chiropractic student ever for the next year until I graduate. I'm going to master the techniques. When you leave this place, you should be a master at least one technique. A master. Which means 10,000 hours you put in. 10,000 hours you put into something. And don't tell me you don't have the time. What on earth are you doing here if you don't have the time? Become a master. And don't tell me, I got boards, I got Oskies, I got McCoy. Yes, we all have that. But some of your friends in this room are masters, and will be, be masters by the time they graduate. Most of you won't, because you don't put in the time. This is the time. The time isn't when you graduate. Right? That's not when you decide to become a master. That's when you become a, more of a master. Right? A double master. You know? But right now, you should be graduating with black belts in chiropractic. That should be your goal. A year from now, when you guys are out of here, I will have a black belt in chiropractic. And then I'll get my second degree black belt, and my third degree, and my fourth degree. But the first goal is black belt. So think about this kind of stuff. Think about it. What kind of action are you going to take between now and when you graduate to become a black belt in chiropractic? Mm-hmm. <clears throat>